This is Long Island's own Sports Radio Network. Sports, sports on, on the, the Go, Go One, One Radio. You know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Sports on the Go One presents the, 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 the Home Stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Mike and Tyler. Hey, 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 this is the Home Stretch. On Sports on the Go One Radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Sports on the Go One.com, Facebook Live, Twitter, Periscope, Spotify. We are everywhere. You're in the right place. Number to call 631 676 2968. That's 631 676 2968. Call us up, join the conversation. I'm Mike Guido. He's Tyler Harrison. That's Speedy PD, our producer. Good to have you in on a Tuesday night. Uh, plenty to cover. Hot. We it's still- not Tuesday. Sure it is. Wait, it's Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't th- you didn't think it was Tuesday? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's weird because it isn't a Wednesday, but we are doing Speedy's Playhouse a little bit later as well. Uh, we got the speeder for shortstops coming up as well, the top 10 shortstops in baseball. If you don't know what the speeder is, what is it, Tyler? Our version of? The Shatter. The Shredder. I don't know why I did that. I, I don't know why you did that at all. I, I don't but our version of Ty- the Tyler's, Shredder. Tyler's still shredded from you ranking Nolan Arenado third. <laughs> oh, he's going to love me today. That's... He is going to love me today. I have a feeling. I, I told you. No, it's it's, it's going to be Trevor Story ninth, and he's going to flip out. I, I think. I think. I don't have him ninth, by the way. I, I think. No, list. he is. He's on my list. No, I would uh, he, be more about me, more is, worried about me doing it than him. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I really do think that I'm going to be the one blowing my gasket on him today. I real I just there's a feeling that his list is going to drive me to drink. Trevor Story is going to be number one on his list. Aren't I, you drunk right now? I think Trevor Story is number one on your list. <laughs> no, I bet Manny Machado didn't even make his list. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's a left uh, fielder now, according to Tyler. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a nothing. He's not on our team. He ain't on nobody's list. No, my goodness. All right. Uh, but let's lead off with this. You know, and I, I, uh, I basically, all the shows today started off with this. It's the lead story of today. It's clearly the lead story of today. It's been the lead story for the past couple of days. Everything surrounding what's going on with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis requesting a trade from the Pelicans uh, yesterday morning. Now, some news broke earlier today that Anthony Davis's preferred destination is the Los Angeles Lakers. He actually prefers to not play for the Boston Celtics because he doesn't know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. And there was another rumor today that if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, that means that Clay Thompson might be interested in going to the Lakers in free agency next year if the Warriors don't offer him a max contract. So there's a lot of stuff swarming around about that. Plus today, just a little bit earlier, Anthony Davis and his agent Rich Paul, who's also LeBron James's business partner, got fined for tampering today of $50,000. It's like a paper cut, but... Yeah. <laughs> They got fined by the league $50,000 for tampering. <sighs> Tyler, do you buy? Let me ask you this. Let me let me let me start the conversation with this. Okay? 
and, and we'll just go from there. Do you buy that Anthony Davis wants to go to the Lakers and doesn't necessarily want to go to the Celtics? Do you buy that? What I buy... How do I say this? <laughs> Rating <Right> correct. <laughs> um, politically correct answer. <laughs> you weighing your options here? Getting uh, fined really isn't in my agenda today. I, I'm going broke because of this place. <laughs> fine for breaking things, fines for throwing things. It's not fun. Um, yeah, you're, you're just here so you don't get fined. I am here. <laughs> nice. You read my contract, huh? Nice. Yeah, I'm here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And then he ended up getting fined anyway. Right. <laughs> Gotta love Marshawn Lynch. Anyway. Uh, I admit, I wish he was in the Super Bowl right now. Beats any answer Bill Belichick's going to give. Well, I mean, we're just. Yeah, we're they're just, a good team. Uh, Bill, just, I asked you what your plan is. They're a good team. We're uh, we're just focused on um, on, on next Sunday. Yeah. I think that's the only sentence that he's ever said in a press conference. We're just, we're, uh, we're focused on yeah, next Sunday. Yeah, Tom about that. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't open his mouth. I made a joke the other day. You made a joke? Yeah, I did. Why were the My- cops not called? My uh, myself, Tyler. I, me. I was the joke. I'm kidding. All no, right. that sounds about right. I appreciate it. But I said that Bill Belichick would be an awesome ventriloquist because he doesn't open open his mouth when he speaks. <laughs> and if he had a puppet of Bill Belichick, Bill B- Belichick had a puppet of himself. You wouldn't know which one was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fake laugh. <laughs> My stitches came out. <laughs> Mine wasn't. That was you know, you're an ass. Whole or just ass? The whole ass. Oh. The whole ass. You are so the, I'm You are both being. cheeks and the cracks. <laughs> so I'm getting better as a human being because before I was just a whole. No, you're the whole ass. You are the ass. No, I, know, no ass. I mean whole as in H-O-L-E. I know it's hard to confuse the two, but I am just—I was just the putting hole. Now I am the whole ass. Putting or pudding? Either one. <laughs> Small Jeez. hole, all the same. Jeez Christ. Anyway, do you buy or do you not buy Anthony Davis not wanting to go to the Celtics and wanting to play for the Lakers? <sighs> There's a couple BS reports I, that you just said. Um, a, Clay Thompson's not considering going to L.A. Let's call a spade a spade. You're not leaving L.A. to go play with a unproven, overrated Lonzo Ball. That's not the answer. By the way, Lonzo Ball might not be a starter after this year. Let's just call that a spade. Um, number two, this tampering thing, BS. If I'm the Pelicans, I want... The Lakers draft pick for next year. I want LeBron James to be suspended the year. I, I want something. You, you're not going to tell me that that's not completely on the money. Rich Paul and LeBron James have absolutely everything to do with Anthony Davis winning out of the Pelicans. Oh, there's not a doubt in my mind. LeBron, actually, matter of fact, LeBron James should not get paid the rest of the year. That's how BS this is. Let, and and let, let's preference this. Ready? This guy 
this hypocrite of a man that he is, <laughs> left Cleveland, a young rebuilding team, okay? This is the bull crap that he made everyone else believe. He's coming to L.A. because he wants the team to mature. And we got great young talent. We're going to hit the ground running. I like what we're building here. You know, this year might be rough, but after this year, man, it's it's a rocket ship to the moon. I guess that rocket blew up. I guess it ran out of gas. I guess it fell over. That rocket's done. That, that It's over. Okay? When you're taking a bat, look at the Los Angeles Lakers next year, it's going to be LeBron James. Oh, by the way, let, let's, let's take a look at this, too. This is kind of a last resort for LeBron James. He had no other shot. Kevin Durant ain't coming to bail you out. DeMarcus Cousins doesn't want to play with you. Well, I don't think DeMarcus Cousins will go there next year, either. Um, Kawhi Leonard isn't even considering the Lakers anymore. He's probably going to go to the Clippers. Kyrie Irving, we all know how that goes. <laughs> Kyrie Irving's either going to go to Boston or New York. Where, where's the megastar coming to bail out LeBron? There's nobody else left. He had to do this. It was a last resort. He got a slap on the wrist for recruiting the best player in basketball right now. Who's 25 years old. LeBron James is not an idiot. That's the one thing you can't say. LeBron James is a business genius. And here's the other thing. Rich Paul might have got fined. He ain't paying a dime. LeBron James has got that tab. Don't worry, man. I, I Don't worry. I, I make more than you in a minute. It's fine. Here, here's the 50000 It's my fault anyway. Rich Paul didn't pay a dime just now. Can I just say that in every sport, in every sport, tampering is a crappy rule. Hmm. Because it never, ever, ever was an issue when players used to talk to other players. It was different. What do you mean it was different? different. Free agency wasn't as extensive. He's right about that. What do you mean it wasn't as extensive? Like, when you look at... The NFL only started salary cap, what, in the 80s? Yeah, the NFL only started salary cap, I believe, in 89, if I remember correctly. And even even then, it wasn't like... Everyone's getting everyone else's players to come, and there weren't the NFL's always been you develop your own players to win. Like it's it's still always right. been that way. No, but, but yeah, but, but free agency you, does exist. No, I, mean, I know that, but I think it's being a bigger deal because it's relied upon so much with the way sports work now. NBA, especially when when you see stars move teams like this, all of a sudden everyone teams? wants to. Okay, so here, everyone let wants me, to jump the gun and spread rumors. It's okay, so simple he, as that. Here we go. Here's how the NBA defines tampering. Okay, so under the NBA tampering rules, no player, coach, or management person may entice or induce a player under contract with another team to play for his team. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, the league is stupid if. They don't think that that happens behind closed doors. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. Oh, it does in the NBA. Of course it absolutely. does. It and it happens in, in it happens in every league. It happens in broad daylight. So uh, le- what is let me why is tampering a bad thing? Let me let me ask you in in any sport, regardless of what the sport is, why is tampering a bad thing? How can I answer this? Is this a rhetorical question? 
No, it isn't rhetorical. I'm actually asking. Okay. What 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 would make tampering a bad thing? You are not Hold on. Look. You are not screwing any other team out of money. Bullshit. Why? You're not screwing any other team? Out of money? No. Oh, absolutely. Why? No question. Who are who are the Pelicans gonna put on a bulletin board when Anthony Davis leaves? Etwan Moore? What are you talking about? Money. Revenue. Okay? Okay. The Lakers got LeBron. Golden State's got you. Why name them. why does Anthony Davis want to leave New Orleans? Because LeBron James has promised him a championship if he comes to LA. Wrong. BS. The, 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 the Pelicans can't retain him because they can't compete against anybody. The Pelicans are winning. The You're Pelicans right. are awful. The, Win, look, yes. The, and the, here's the problem. The Anthony Davis signed his extension with the New, with New Orleans already. Right. I told you yesterday. And they still couldn't put talent around him. It's nobody else's fault but New Orleans. So even if it, let's even say this. Let's say it wasn't LeBron. Okay? Let's say that uh I, I don't know, Damian Lillard was recruiting him to go to Portland. That'd be cool. Or something like that. It would be cool. It'd be a nice get. But let's say Damian Lillard was recruiting him to go to Portland. Which he is. Why would that be a bad thing? If Anthony Davis is planning on leaving anyway, and let's even say this. Let's say he's not, okay? That's up to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis makes his own damn decision. He's a grown man. If he wants to leave, he can leave. If he doesn't want to leave, he'll sign the contract. So what if somebody says, hey, man, please, come on. We could really use you over there. Anthony Davis has every single right to say, you know what, dude? I'm good. No, I, I I like what we're doing here. I like. I'm I'm gonna stay Which he here. Said a couple times when he signed his contract extension. Yeah, but then New Orleans couldn't put any talent around him. So he's leaving for winning, right? To win what? Championships. I just said yes. I just said that, and you said no. He, you're right. But he's not leaving because LeBron said he's gonna promise him a championship. App, who else on that team are you looking at? I, I'm not. Lo- I'm not KCP, saying he's looking at anybody. KCP sucks. Lonzo. My point is, is that why is that a bad thing if he wants to leave to play for the Lakers so he can win? If this was Golden State, actually, it doesn't have to. I don't have what a problem with. Say? I don't have a. I don't look. I don't. Uh, my issue is not with him going wherever he's going. I, I'm honestly, that's the least of my concerns. the The majority of what I'm talking about is. Why is the league fining him for p- making it publicly known where he wants to go? Let's take your example from before. It's dumb. No, it's not. Let, let, there are two examples, actually. So, forget Damian Lillard, because Portland's actually not as bad as people think. Kemba Walker is alone in Charlotte. He is alone. He's an all-star right. with, with 12 high schoolers. You're right. Well, no, he's got talent, but you're right. If who needs a point guard? Phoenix. No, I mean like another star. If Carl Anthony Towns for eight months, hey Kemba man, Minnesota, we we we're great, you know, we're really one guy away from being a dominant team in the West. Mm-hmm. If you somehow came here, man, we'd win championship after championship. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker has been paid. Anthony Davis has been paid. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, he's made enough money to last a lifetime. Okay. 
there's only so much losing somebody can do. And don't get this wrong. DeMarcus Cousins stays in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. This story is completely different. Andy Davis is looking at Etwan Moore. Drew Holiday, who's a pretty good player. Darius Mer- Miller, Solomon Darius Hill. Miller, Solomon Hill. Uh, Mer- uh, Mertich, I like Mertich. Nikola Mertich, yeah. He's, but he only he's, shoots. He's, Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle, I think uh, he's probably going to get traded. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to be alone again. Hey, uh, come here, Anthony. Uh, what's going on? Uh, you know, I I could use you, man. Like, you know, L.A., all these benefits, man. You're going to get paid money. Magic knows what he's doing. We're going to get somebody else in free agency. Mm-hmm. The three of us, man, we would roll. Roll. And here's the funniest thing. LeBron James and Anthony Davis and any third guy aren't sniffing Golden State. Not even close. Not this year, no. No way. And by the way, this is the worst news. This could be – this is bad for the NBA because guess who now has to change their mind? Kevin Durant, if he was thinking about leaving, he might not now. Man, I was going to go to New York because I thought Anthony Davis was going to come. So that rules out the Knicks. Uh, Brooklyn. Knicks' chances are still just very slim. Though. Yeah, I don't – look, but, I, I think the Knicks are z- in zero fine, position fine, to do anything. D- take your pick of the litter. Kevin Durant wants to win a championship. Kevin Durant is not going to go now to the East. Because even if you have a walk through the East like LeBron did, you go to the finals, you're playing Golden State – or a Laker team with LeBron and Davis, mm. you ain't beating that. You ain't beating that by yourself. Hell no. He Unless he goes to Boston. Then go ahead. Well, why wouldn't he go to L.A.? Kevin Durant? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why wouldn't he? <laughs> you gave him crap about joining the what, the Splash Brothers. He goes to L.A. to play with Anthony what Davis I'm saying- and LeBron James. You'd kill him. Look, I... I, I'm not giving him a pass. What I'm saying is that if that's his goal to win a championship, then why wouldn't he go join the other? Why wouldn't he go join the other two best players in the world? He doesn't want to play with LeBron. Okay, fine. That, that, that's, you asked me a question. And I'm Anthony asking. Davis doesn't have to play with LeBron, but he wants to. If he wants to play with LeBron mm. and he wants to go to the Lakers, that's his decision. That's not LeBron's fault. What I'm saying is that there this is no... all goes back to the golden rule. LeBron gets Anthony Davis and wins a championship. It doesn't make him anything more in his legacy than what he is. Sorry. Why not? In LeBron's mind, getting Anthony Davis puts him at Jordan. Puts him at. Guess what, LeBron? You are so, so wrong. It's not even funny. Why? This actually... Jordan never won a championship without Pippen. Michael Jordan didn't cry for however many years LeBron's cried and said, you better get me Scottie Pippen or, hey, Scottie, come play with me. The Bulls drafted him. Okay, good. Michael Jordan nurtured him. Okay. Kobe Bryant nurtured his guys. More aggressive than Jordan did, but he nurtured them. Okay. You know, you call him, uh, what do you call him? Oh, damn. A Cottonelle? Oh. Man, that was great. But nurturing. LeBron doesn't nurture. LeBron goes, ah. Jordan never nurtured anybody. Jordan what? never nurtured anybody. Jordan created, uh, treated all of his teammates like crap, and you know that. Come on. 
It's been admitted by multiple people in the league by multiple times. Great. He's got six. He also only went to six. Right. He didn't make it nine times. But it's a team game. You're, you're right, which is why I don't think that that should be the deciding factor. But it's I'm not, even, I'm, even regardless of that, the point of this argument is, why in the world is tampering a finable offense? Because everybody does it, and right. what is the harm in doing so? The, Every player can make their own damn decision. I think it's an older rule. I think they, the, the league didn't really adjust for the fact that most people, I think the tampering is through digital communication more than anything <laughs> to else. To be completely honest with you, you know why the NBA is now having a problem with tampering? Because they realize how bad super teams are for the league, right? Not they see what the Warriors have done to the league. And they want the ratings to skyrocket. And because they want the Warriors to go away. Not true. The opposite. They want a team to meet with Golden State. Then why are they fighting Anthony Davis for wanting to go to the Lakers? That would give that wouldn't that be building towards something that would compete with Golden State? They don't want it in the Western Conference Finals. They want it in the finals. So if Anthony Davis said, you know what, I want to go to Boston, not they're not even, finding him. No way. Not That's the problem. But you don't see a thing. problem with that? I do see a problem with this, but also this isn't LeBron's first tampering offense. Why is it tampering? LeBron's not tampering with anybody. He, but he is. That's great. Everybody else does it in the league. You're ta- Stop thinking from the Lakers' side. Look at the Pelicans' side. You have signed the best young player in basketball to be on your team for however many years they got him for. Right. You are now a relative... Money, money, flowing in team for the first time since, geez, Chris Paul was there. Yeah, that's how far back. Great, you, you so, had Anthony Davis. Have you? Uh, uh, well, okay, you still do, but you won't have him for much longer. Okay, I, I you've had him. Anthony Davis. You've had it. Let him. You've had let Anthony him. Davis mm-hmm. for what six or seven seasons, right? And you couldn't even sniff. Reaching a second-round playoff series. That's not true. DeMarcus Cousins doesn't get hurt. We're not talking about this. DeMarcus Cousins getting hurt altered the team. Tyler, because yes, they, they would f- beat the Warriors with DeMarcus they Cousins. They failed. They would have done better than they did in the freaking playoffs. They failed. You can't tell Tyler, me that. The Pelicans failed if by DeMarcus building around Cousins, Anthony Davis. They DeMarcus failed. Is Cousins not the best player that Anthony Davis has ever played with? Of course he is. That doesn't Did beat they the Warriors. Not change the culture there? <laughs> That's not going to beat the Warriors. Who was their best That's guard? The no one could beat the Warriors. That's who they played last year, didn't they? <laughs> not in the first round, they didn't. Okay, they, they won. Been they won better. to play the Anthony Davis would have had hope. Stop. Stop, please. You guys sound so absolutely juvenile right now. The New Orleans Pelicans losing Anthony Davis is worse than Cleveland losing LeBron last year. No, it's not. Who's Kevin Love? They don't even have a freaking Kevin Love. They don't have a young player like Colin Sexton. Yeah, but the say, Pelicans you know aren't Three go- years will be good. The Pelicans aren't good with Anthony Davis. That's bullshit. Tyler, they're not good. They're like 13th in the West. The West is freaking good. And they were a playoff team last They've year, weren't they like- not? They've won like 19 games. Oh my goodness. Let's Tyler, they haven't won anything. They're one of the worst teams in basketball Guess with what? Anthony Davis. That's fine. Cleveland didn't win jack shit with LeBron either. Okay. All they- right, so what's the argument here? 
What well, is that? Well, LeBron so, went to the oh, LeBron went to the you finals can just take four out straight. Player in the Le- franchise history. LeBron went walk. To, LeBron went to the finals four straight years with this identical Cavs team. That's now the worst team in basketball. Do they even have double digit wins yet? Probably. You're the Cavs. Yes, man. they do. You they have me? ten. <laughs> they have ten. So they're probably. I think they're. They got to be ten and forty. I mean, even regardless of that, what does that have to do with? Anthony Davis and tampering. Anthony Davis is not leaving the Pelicans because LeBron said, hey, come to L.A. He's leaving the Pelicans because, you know what? The Pelicans can't win with him. They failed to build around him, and they failed to build around him for six years. Mike. Even when they got DeMarcus Cousins, they traded away all of their young talent to get him, and they still weren't good. They failed. They had their chance with Anthony Wait. Davis. And Anthony Davis gave them another chance by signing an extension with them when everybody thought that he'd leave. The Pelicans failed. It's nobody else's fault that Anthony Davis couldn't succeed in New Orleans other than the Pelicans. That's fine. That's not tampering's issue. That's the team's issue. Right. Fine. But another star. Forget star. The biggest, what's a good word? The biggest icon, maybe in NBA history, has some weight. You can't tell me. Of course he has weight, Tyler. He got Tyson Chandler cut by the Suns. The okay, that is great. What? That's not great. The Suns were going to cut him anyway. They were going to trade him. They were going to wait around and trade him. Oh, by the way. Trade Tyson Chandler to who? He was on an awful contract. I don't know. And he's not worth anything anymore. I don't know. But for a player to call a general manager and say, hey, listen, can you cut this guy a few days early so he can join me in L.A. because we stink is bullshit. That's bad for the league. The problem with the NBA isn't super teams. Baseball's got four of them. No one seems to give a flip. The problem with the NBA is that the players, a.k.a. LeBron James, have way too much stake in the organizations. Way too much. Anthony Davis is the best young player in basketball. That's not, a, that's not an argument. That's not nothing. Anthony Davis was fine staying in New Orleans Should until I- LeBron James went over there and enticed him to say, you know what? LeBron's right. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to carry this weight anymore. Should Aaron Judge have gotten fined for trying to recruit Manny Machado last year? That wasn't recruitment. That was! It's the same thing! Manny Machado said numerous times before that, I want to be a Yankee! Aaron Judge is still trying to recruit him. Doesn't matter what Machado thinks. Machado's a free agent, putz! Great! So Anthony Davis will be in two years. Great! So in two years, leave him alone! You got two years. Leave him alone. Because guess what? If I'm New Orleans, you're staying here. I'm putting my foot down. I Guess what? I don't care. I'm not training him. You're not going nowhere. You're going to play because, God damn it, you're signed by me to do so. Let's say this, okay? Let's, let's, let's throw another example out here. If, let's say if, okay? Um, God, I don't even know. Uh, Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. Right? Sucks. Calls Kevin Durant and says, hey, Kevin, we uh, Orlando's a great city, man. You should come and play for us. 
Kevin Durant says, nah, I'm good. I like it here in Golden State where I am right now. Yeah. Is Aaron Gordon tampering? Yes. Why? Why not take the shot? Who is who is who is getting hurt in this situation? You're, Who's getting now, hurt? You want an example? I'll give you an example. Does anyone remember the trade where Chris Paul was a Laker? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, why'd the league say no, 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 no way? They thought it would be an unfair advantage for the Lakers. Yes. All right. So you're telling me that general managers whose job are to literally put a team together to compete and win titles got nixed. No, no, no. Kobe and Chris Paul, no way. They won't lose a game. No way. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. But LeBron James, a player who has more weight, apparently, than anyone in NBA history, can walk around and just go, I want Anthony Davis. There's not a goddamn team in the league that doesn't want Anthony Davis. When did LeBron say he wanted Anthony Davis? When the Pelicans said, when, actually, no, when Anthony Davis said, I don't want to be here anymore. Today? Yesterday? Yesterday. Yes. Anthony Davis came out and said that he doesn't want to be in New Orleans. He doesn't want to be in New Orleans. Last year when Anthony Davis was quoted, where does he want to play? And he said, I want to be here. What happened from then till yesterday? A lot can change in a year. He signed with Rich Paul as his agent. Since that day, Anthony Davis has changed his mind. You can't tell me there's not a cold sentence. You can't. That's bullshit. Let's stop the maybe, fairy tales. Maybe LeBron there, James ain't this maybe great there angel. Is. He's, a, he's guilty. That's what he is. Okay. Maybe he's there bad is. bad for the league. Maybe there Everyone is. Everyone talks shit about Golden State. He's bad for the league. Maybe. Look. Maybe there is some inside thing going on there. My Maybe? question, yeah, yeah. May, my question is, why is that finable? Why is that a finable offense by the league? They, well, they didn't. These find are enough. grown men. They didn't find them enough that can make their Power own decisions. Anthony, Anthony Davis can say no. He probably did. Well, maybe he did. I but why is why is the league why is the league fining people for players communicating about their future endeavors? It's happened before in the league and it was never an issue. It happens in every other sport and it's never an issue. Why is it a finable offense? Every player does it. It isn't just LeBron. What now? The, now. Tyler, you don't think that the Golden State Warriors were trying to recruit Kevin Durant while he was still in Oklahoma City? Probably. Then what? Then why are we dialing in here on? Oh, LeBron should be triple for the fine. The Golden State Warriors shouldn't get fined for for tampering for that. They're trying to make their team better. It's not anybody else's fault than the team that they were with that they couldn't win enough games to get there. Okay, Oklahoma New Orleans City was a good team, right? But they right. weren't good enough, right? They were a game. They were a quarter away from going to the NBA Finals. You're right. They were a quarter away from going to the NBA Finals. But you know what else that uh, you know what else Oklahoma City did? They traded James Harden for Kevin Martin. They did. I like the, some of these moves bite you in the butt. I don't think it bit them in the ass. I think they're just fine. Well, they and haven't won a title, say, have they? I would trade James if Harden if for Paul George. If there's more, yeah, but if there's more firepower with James Harden on that team, probably they probably hold on to their goal, their. 
3-1 lead. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this question. Where do you stand on this? I think there's some levels of tampering that that are bad. I, there's no doubt about it, like publicizing it like that. But I think the rule as a whole is was more designed for previous eras of free agency where it wasn't as big of a deal. The NBA, he's right. The NBA is a player-driven league. It's simple of as that. Of course it is. Absolutely it and is. And I think there's, again, there's there are sports that are like that. I think these rules were designed more for older-scale free agency where it seemed like the GMs didn't have control. Now, I, I don't know what the, what they are in each sport. I know... In football, I think the Seahawks are fined a hundred thousand dollars or something for tampering. I think the Chiefs are the same thing, as a team, and they might have lost a draft pick too. I f- I don't know what it is for the players, but I think the rule was invented before you saw these players sharing on social media what they were doing, like Le'Veon Bell tweeting about the Colts and all that. Like you you saw those kinds of things before that. I think mm-hmm. it's only being overblown now, and I think that's why I think the rule now looks more stupid. Let's also not call a spade a spade. Tampering was created so that players didn't do whatever they're doing. That's not even my issue. The league, when this league, when the rule was kind of first and fourth, the players hated each other. Bird, if you asked Larry Bird to play with Magic Johnson, he would have laughed and said, "Hell no." Same with Magic. If anybody would have been asked, are you going to go play with Jordan? They would have right. said, hell no. That's why NBA is player-driven now. Right. Everyone likes each other. Now it's all kumbaya. You're my best friend. Yay. Oh, you beat me by 50? Oh, man, that's that's great, man. Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, we'll go out later. That's awesome. Yeah, good for you, man. You won NBA Finals? Good for you. That's it. That's it. Now, to be fair... I like that LeBron hates Golden State. I do. I like it. You can't tell me, though. We're blaming teams. The Lakers failed, too. Your your death lineup, whatever it is, it's not working. And it won't work. Good job. And you know what? Now, in hindsight, let Anthony Davis go to the Lakers. Let's say tampering's bad because for the Pelicans, you'll never make this money back. The Pelicans will never be relevant until they get another Anthony Davis. Which, oh, by the way, when's the last time an Anthony Davis was drafted? Eh, never. So, let's just say now, the Pelicans, you're losing, forget millions, you're losing billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Who, what marketing company is going to go to the Pelicans now? Who? Nobody. There's not a goddamn player in their right mind that's going to go to that team now. You might have thought about it. Oh, man, AD's going to recruit me. Okay, cool. Nah, not happening now. There's no way in hell, Jack. But let's forget the tampering. Forget all of it. I don't care. Let Anthony Davis go to LA. Golden State will mop the floor. It will not be a contest. They will still get swept. A healthy LeBron James playing out of his mind with Anthony Davis. You're not winning that series. And oh, by the way, guess what this is going to entice everyone to do? Golden State's just going to band back up. That's all. Kevin Durant, another four years. Klay Thompson, he's thinking about going to L.A. His own father, who works for the damn team, says he's staying in Golden State. Klay Thompson now is just thinking, hmm, I might get a little bit more now. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And even if they do lose Klay Thompson, but they keep Curry, Durant, uh, Draymond, and DeMarcus Cousins, because, oh, by the way, he'll stay. 
Good luck. You can draft a Clay Thompson. You can. It'll be hard, but you can. You will never see Anthony Davis in your lifetime again. Ever. He is seven foot what, two? How tall is he? I think he's like 6'11". 6'11"? He can dribble like a freaking point guard. Mm-hmm. Relatively speaking, he's got Kyrie-like handles for a man his size. He's a great player. There's not a weakness in his game. He's You're a right. top three player in the league. I'd say one. You're never going to see him again. But the Pelicans now are shit out of luck because LeBron James is bored. But they're not out of luck. What do you mean they're not out of luck? Because they had seven years to win with him. So what? He signed an how extension many, with the team. How many years did it take Chicago to build around Jordan? Nine? Ten? Okay. Great. The greatest player in NBA history could do it alone. That's great. <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland took what? 12, 15? <laughs> how did Golden State get good? They drafted Steph Curry. Right. How long did it take for them to build around Steph Curry? Two, seven, eight, three, four six years? years. Something like six, seven years? Six years. Their first playoff year was 13-14, and then their first championship was 14-15. They drafted Klay Thompson three years later. All right, three years. They drafted Klay Thompson three years later. But, so I get what you're saying about, yeah, it takes time to build a team, right? Right. But it takes time to build a team with everybody. Everybody can make their own decision on whether they want to stay or whether they want to leave. Okay? Period. Yeah. It is up to the player. Agreed. So if another player says, hey, man, come on. Look, we'll bring you on board. That player is more than welcome to say, you know what? No, I'm going to ride with my guys. I think, you know, I like my teammates. I like my city. I'm going to, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick here. I'm going to stick around here. Did you or did you not say it last year? Sure he did. So what happened? He got tired of waiting. They were t- they were months? awful this year. Tell them they're awful this year. They're awful. Again. Do you want to see his roster? Do you want to see the roster? Yeah, there's, there's nobody there. Right. right. That's the Pelicans' fault. Right? They didn't draft well. They blew money on Miritich. They blew money on Randall, who, by the way, play the same position as Anthony Davis. They're Davis just incompetent at signing players. I don't know. We shouldn't Mark reward. We shouldn't reward the smaller market because they're a smaller market. Wait, hold on. You're gonna tell me that Rondo Davis and Demarcus Cousins wasn't working? It was working. They had what the best record in the NBA when the three of them were together? No, no, they, no, they, no, 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 no. They did better after Cousins got hurt. Right. They were out of the playoffs with Cousins, and then they rallied to get the sixth seed, and then they won against Portland. Mm. Uh, they couldn't presence. they couldn't figure it out with Anthony Davis. Okay? It's not Anthony Davis's fault that he wants to leave. I agree with you. It is a player-driven league. And I don't like the fact that there are super teams and I think that the, the league should be more competitive. And I actually like that the league is trying to do something to try to keep super teams from happening. Because that's where I think this is coming from. Alright. But if 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 this is what we're doing. Slap on the this is this isn't the way to do it at all. By finding players for talking to each other, it's ridiculous. It is more than but anyway, we got to go to break. Coming up next, we got the speeder top ten shortstops in baseball. That's coming up next. Is the home stretch on Sports on the Go One Radio? This is Long Island's own Sports Radio Network. Sports, sports on, on the, the Go, go One, one Radio. radio.
And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back with the home stretch on, on the Sports on the Go One Radio Network. Welcome back in. This is the home stretch on Sports on the Go One Radio. I'm Mike Guido. That's Tyler Harrison. That's Speedy Petey, our producer. Time for the speeder. If you don't know what the speeder it is, uh, speeder is it is our version of the shredder. Oh, so man. this is the top ten. We're up to shortstop. So the top ten shortstops oh, in all of baseball. Tyler, you ready? No. No. <laughs> you don't have a list, do you? No. No, you don't. No. All right. So I guess you're just gonna wing it. It's. it's I have a list. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cue Even it up, if I Speedy. winged it, I'd still nail this list. All right, you still want me to go first or what? I would like you to go first. All right. Number 10, I've got a feeling this is going to get Tyler mad. Um, <laughs> 292, 11 homers, 75 RBIs. That is Mr. Andrelton Simmons at number 10. Um, look, I, I think I'm that... i he made the list. <laughs> no, I, I, I like him. Because the, the reason he did make the list is because his bat has improved over the past oh, couple of seasons. Um Again, it's more based on projections. So, Andrelton Simmons could very easily be higher on this list. It's about more of who's in front of him than who's uh, than who's behind him. So, I'm going to say Andrelton Simmons of the Angels is at number 10. Great with the glove. Great. Best in the league with the glove. Um, well, maybe. Platinum. Not gold. Platinum. Um, so, and his bat has gotten better. So, I'm going to put Andrelton Simmons... At number 10. Uh, by the way, shortstop in the league is loaded. Yes. Loaded. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. Um, this is a very loaded shortstop. Um, you're disrespectful, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I also agree with you that this is a lot more about projections than anything else. Uh, oh, also, let me get this out of the way. I, I know that you're going to get mad at me. Uh, Carlos Correa. Eh. No, my list. No, yes. Tyler, come on! Wow, Carlos Correa is all. He had a bad year last year, but yes, Carlos Correa is good, really good. We'll find out. Anyway. I'll give you a hint. Carlos Correa is high on my list. If he's one, I'm gonna throw something. No, he's not one. But no, I'm he not gonna give anything, one. I'm not gonna give anything else away. But go ahead. Who's number ten? Uh, number ten, new team again. It's kind of disrespectful how often he this guy's getting changed around. But uh, I do expect Gene Segura. He's solid. Glove, bat, stealing, running. I expect him to be solid. Again, it's more about the guys in front of him than the guys behind him. And I also kind of think that Gene Segura could falter because guys like Hoskins, guys like Nick Williams, guys like Herrera, guys like Bryce Harper might not come or they might be a little eh at first. But I, I, I he'll be fine. I just think, again, the guys in front of him are going to have bombs for you. Mm. All right, uh, number nine, uh, and and this guy's this guy's um, ranking on this list is a little bit skewed, um, but 268, 27 homers, 86 RBIs. That is Didi Gregorius of the New we York agree. Yankees. Um, and I honestly, I'm going to say this: Didi, I think, would be higher on this list yep. if he wasn't hurt next year. Yep. If he wasn't He's hurt next year, he, he'd be at anywhere between five and seven. Um, I think. Uh, look, Didi's got a fantastic love at short, and le- his his bat is unbelievable. It really is. Um, hits for a decent average, gets on base a good amount for a guy that hits for his average. 
the pop has come about. Um, he hits to all fields incredibly well. Um, so I'm going to put Dini Gregorius of the New York Yankees at number nine. Uh, we agree. Um, again, the injury is why he's not higher. Also, if he was fully healthy, I don't know how much higher I'd have him. Um, he is very streaky. He get, he's going to be white hot or ice cold. There's no in between with him. And he's clutch, so they, it kind of evens out, I guess. Yeah. When he's hot, he is hot. Yeah, agreed. But they, they do have to level out, so he's, yeah. he, he's a phenomenal shortstop. But um, just to clarify what you were saying before. Yeah. So. All right, Mike, who's eight? Uh, number eight. See, so I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this because I know you like this guy a lot. Um, 271, 19 homers, 73 RBIs. That is Trey Turner. Um, oh, I th- Look, I, Trey Turner, I think, is a real good player. He kind of, I wouldn't call it a down year, but it was a, a year that was kind of below his, expe- yeah. below his expectations last year. That's fun. Um, I, I want him to hit a little bit more for average. Uh, but even with that, he still gets on base a good amount. When he's on base, he's dangerous. Um, good, good glove. He's versatile enough. He can play all over the field. Um, again, Trey Turner's going to be a top-of-the-order hitter basically his entire career. Um, and he's got good pop at the top of the order. I just I want to see more from him this year. And, I, you know, I want to see him hit a little bit more for average, maybe hit a couple more home runs. Um, but, again, Trey Turner's a really good player. I expect him to have a good year. I got Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals at number eight. I'll have him much higher anyway. Um, number eight, um, I, I'm prepared to get things thrown at me. So, bear with me. The injury he suffered is kind of hard for a shortstop. Didi's has it too, but Didi's tendencies, I think, aren't as... It was his non-throwed arm, right? Didi's thing? His I think t- it, the no, I think it was his throwing arm. Was Might it? be his throwing arm. I thought it was arm. his right wrist. Yeah, that's right. his throwing arm. Number eight for the Los Angeles Dodgers is Wow. Um, really? He's going to start off slow. He is, and to be quite honest with you, I don't. I, I think that teams are going to not test him, but I think they're going to say, "Let's see, let's see how well you're recovered, guy." And again, he. I, I don't think he's going to have a bad year by any means. I think shortstop is really good, and I do think that he he's going to have a good solid year. I think he'll be an All Star. I think he's going to be fine. I don't like his. I think he's kind of overrated as a defender, quite frankly. Um, he's but not you, bad. He's not bad. He's just he's not as good as anyone he's else. He's not a premier list. guy for a premier defensive position. Right. He's an average or below average shortstop. He's kind of like no offense. He's kind of like Derek Jeter. Gold Glove winner makes the big play, but he's not a Rod. He's not flashy. Yeah, he's not. Uh, He's not no. Uh, he doesn't Simmons. wear armbands or arm sleeves. He's just a jersey and no, not bare that. arms type guy. No, but he's his range is limited. He's small, so you know he doesn't get a lot of diving balls. Uh-huh. You hit it up the middle; it's basically a hit. It, it's fine. It's not nothing really against him. I, defense matters to me more at shortstop than anywhere else. Uh-huh. So that penalized him a little bit too. All right, uh, number seven. <laughs> You know, it was in this range where I was really struggling where exactly to put people. Mm, um, this one's gonna, this one's gonna hurt. Uh, it, well, it it actually did hurt because I expected him to be even a little bit lower. 
288, 23 homers, 103 RBIs. That's Xander Bogart to the Boston Red Sox. Eh. Um, Red Sox hate. Because I well no, it's because Xander Bogarts is a good player. It's just every year, you know, throughout his career, he's actually remained relatively consistent. It's just uh, during the year, it's like I swear to God, it's like this. He starts off hot, horrible, horrible next month. Hot, slow, hot, slow, hot, slow. Like he can never, he can never, he doesn't have much sustainability. He's decent defensively, not fantastic. Um, New work. But he's got a good, he's got a a really good bat. And again, in that lineup, he's he's going to excel. Um, and he's still so young, so there is still potential for him to get better. Uh, oh, so yeah. I'm going to put Xander Bogart to the Red Sox at number seven. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I Do you have Bogart at seven? No. Number seven is a guy you mentioned already, Ansel Simmons. His glove alone makes him ten. His glove alone made him ten. He was arguably a top five shortstop before he hit a ball. Defense doesn't matter. <laughs> Errol, man, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard not to break that thing right now. I'm, I'm, or your boards. Defense matters. Okay, let him have his segment. Let him go. It's fine. Don't break his arm. It's fine. Defense does matter. I respect your opinion, sir. You you might be slightly wrong, though. Defense matters a lot at shortstop, and he is the best defender in baseball at any position. Maybe no Arenado, actually, but that's about it. But you uh, don't. I would take him over Arenado defensively it's too. Close. Yeah, it's, it's not, close. It's yeah, it's close. He, he, his bat will stay the same. I, I, I don't think his bat's all that great, but his defense is phenomenal. He's he's a phenomenal shortstop, and for that reason alone, I haven't said All right, number six. Um, this is kind of, like oh. I said, this is a list that's kind of about projections. So this, I, I promise you this, this has everything to do with everybody else in front of him than how I think he will be productively. 291, 37 homers, 108 RBIs. That is Trevor Story of the Colorado Rockies. Look, I Trevor Story to me is a great, great shortstop. He's good defensively, and he's got a ton of pop. The one thing that drives me crazy about Trevor Story is that this guy, for a guy who plays a very put-the-ball-in-play type position, he does produce. The guy strikes out every at-bat. The guy strikes out 160 times a year. Every at-bat, can you say his stats again? 291, 37 homers, 108 RBIs. That's a lot of strikeouts, all right. Look, he's number six, Tyler. Like I said, this is more about to do – this has more to do with who's in front of him, what I'm projecting to have a better year. And, again, Trevor Story is going to tick you off. Like Arenado, his numbers fall off a cliff when he's on the road. So – I'm going to put Trevor Story from the Colorado Rockies at number six. Number six. Well, I guess it's time I got this guy out of the way, right? Manny Machado. Man, oh, man, that's bad. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Machado's not on my list. Um, Number six, the guy you mentioned already. What? Nothing. I said Machado's not on my list. Number six, Trey Turner. I I, I think Trey Turner's going to have a pretty good year. I think he's finally healthy and... 
with or without Bryce Harper, I think you're going to see that this guy's defense is phenomenal. He's a, definitely a juggernaut on the base pass, as you alluded to before. Th there's nothing wrong with him. The, the, if he can start hitting the baseball, I think you're going to start seeing that he doesn't have to kind of overcompensate for how great Bryce Harper is and worry about, oh, am I gaining on base for him, blah, blah, blah. I think he's going to be more relaxed if he doesn't come, and if he does come, I think he's going to boom with numbers. Uh, I expect a really big out breakout year for Trey Turner this year. All right, number five. Uh, I, you know, I, I really struggled with where to put him because I didn't know how much I should put into account what he did in the previous year. Um, oh, I don't even so want to know. 267, two homers, 13 RBIs in 26 games. That is Mr. Corey Seager. And look, I, I think that Corey Seager to me, I think last year, if he didn't get hurt, was going to have a phenomenal year. Um, and I think he'll, I think he might struggle a little bit out of the gate. Um, but then I think there are going to be points over the summer where he's carrying the team on his back. You know what I mean? Corey Seager's a really, really good player, and he can fix things with his bat incredibly well. He hits well to all fields. Um, he's going to have a ton of pop. In his, um, he's going to have a ton of pop when it, you know when his full grown strength grows in. I, I think Corey Seager is going to be. You're, you might see him in the coming years be you know be an MVP candidate. I got Corey Seager, Seager of the L.A. Dodgers at number five. Yeah, this is where our lists catch up to each other, kind of. Uh, Alexander Bogart, and the kid's phenomenal. He, to me, is the second-best defensive shortstop in baseball. The bat, the bat is there. Now he gets benefited from that wall out, but Fenway is going to help him. I, the lineup's going to help him. I mean, he's young. He's improving, I think, each year slightly. I do think he's going to have um, a phenomenal year, and quite frankly, I'm shocked you had him that low. But, I mean, uh, really, 10 through ten through 3 is kind of interchangeable to me, really. Now, my, I have a question for you because we got to – I mean, not really, but – so who's who's four for you? Because I think we have I, – I think there's a huge discrepancy somewhere. Number four for me is 239, 15 homers, 65 RBIs. That's Carlos Correa oh, of the Astros. Is. And again, like, that's that's what's getting me is Correa had a bad year last year. He got hurt for some time. He missed like 70 or so games. Um, but here's the thing about Correa. There were a lot of people last year that were picking him to win MVP. Yep. And I still think that he has that ability. Carlos Correa is a really good player. Look, he's got... It, a lot of power in his bat. He hits for average pretty well. Um, one thing I wish I saw from him a little bit more is maybe he got on base a little bit more. Yep. But he does get on base a good amount. He still gets on base 35% of the time. So I'm not you know, too worried about that. Defensively, he's still okay. But I think Carlos Correa is going to make a difference with his bat. You can make the argument that in the next year or two, you're going to see Carlos Correa become the best offensive shortstop in the league. I'm going to put Carlos Correa, the Houston Astros, at number four. Um, this might hurt. Number four, Chicago Cubs. Wow, Hobby really? Bias. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think his bat's good. Worried about his glove a little bit. Why? He's incredible defensively. I don't know why. 
that, that's a great question. I, I'm worried about him as a whole. I don't know why. I think that what you're going to see now is I, I don't know if he's, first of all, he might go back to second base. I, I think Addison Russell is a better shortstop than he is. Not by If a lot. Addison Russell plays. Right. I, I, I don't think by a lot. The bats aren't close. His bat is why he's this high. Um, he's a great two-way player. I'm not going to say he's not. I'm just worried about him this year. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I just get this feeling that, you know, he, he, he's kind of the, he was the guy that no one was really talking about. Mm. And then all of a sudden he had a great year. I mean, let's not forget they were juggling at a point in time if who they were going to keep. And Javier Baez was the name getting floated around being traded. So that that's real too. And oh, by the way, Starling Castro did the same thing. He had a great couple of years in Chicago, and then uh, Starling Castro's a solid player. But my point here is is that club middle infielders tend to go up and down a lot. And I, I do expect the same to be true for Mr. Javi Baez. Uh, number three, 290, 34 homers, 111 RBIs, led the, uh, led the National League. Javier Baez. Well, I, I just, look. Javi Baez, I think, is a guy that just makes a difference with the stick, and he just makes some incredible plays defensively. He makes unbelievable plays. He does everything flawless uh, on both sides of second base. Look, I, I, I think that the one thing I don't like about Javi Baez is that he doesn't get on base a lot, and he strikes out a good amount. He's got a plenty of swing and miss. Um, he over right. he swings up in the zone a lot. Well, he's well, he's sw- that's the thing is Javi Baez. It's going to sound a little crazy, but Javi Baez kind of has a little bit of Prince Fielder in him because Prince Fielder used to oh, swing, yeah. used used to swing so damn hard that he used to strike out a ton. Javi Baez is the same sort of syndrome. I think his I think Baez's swing is longer though. Fielder always tried to pull the ball though. Well, uh, Javi kind of does the same thing. Javi pulls the ball a lot. Um, but that's the that's the thing I have is I don't have any doubt that Javi Baez is going to be productive. Um, so I got Javi Baez of the Cubs at number three. Here's the thing. I'm interested to know who you have it to. Oh, well, I I know who it is. No, I'm you, an idiot. No, no, you don't know who it is. Um, Trevor Story is at three. Now, here's why I cannot believe we're even having this conversation. First of all, the guy... His best game as a major leaguer was his first one on the road. So that's fine. Uh, secondly, he's improved each year. His bat average went from 272 to a 239 to a 291. And he struck out 191 times in 17 mm-hmm. to 168 in 18. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it. You know, that's a lot. It's going down. So now this year I think we'll decide whether Trevor Story is as good as he was last year or he's a as you would say a home run or bust guy that lineup man that lineup is not something to play around with it's really not this is the lineup you're talking about you got Murphy at first Rogers at second Story at short and Arenado at third quickly name me an infield the, uh, that the, the third best third baseman <laughs> yeah right but name me a better yeah infield. come on get it right but with the be- with, name a better hitting infield than that one Stuff. You're you right. Right. Yeah. And then you add add Charlie Blackman, David Dahl, and take your pick. Ryan McMahon is probably my option here. Gerardo, Gerardo Parra. Gerardo Parra. Yeah. Trevor Story's going to have them. Brendan Rodgers. 
Well, no, Brandon Rogers is a second base. Now, you're, you say I don't listen, but I, I think that you're the one that doesn't <laughs> I'm All trying right. to find his splits. You go to two while I figure out the split thing. I, I looked at his splits before. They're similar. I think he hits... God, I want to say he hits like 290 or like 300 on at home, and he hits like 260 or 250 on the road or something like that. That's what I... It's, it's a pretty big difference. Uh, number two for me, 297. It's all the stats end in seven. 297, 37 homers, 107 RBIs, a 367 on base, a 5.7 war. That is Mr. Manny Machado. Uh, look, it, he's going to play for a team, and regardless of what team he plays for, he's going to be awesome. He just will be. I look. I think it's. I think it's very understandable to say that you don't like his attitude because I don't love it either. But it doesn't deny the fact that he is as skilled as almost anybody in the league, uh, at least at this position as well. Defensively, he's a great shortstop. Um, he's a better third baseman than a shortstop, but he does play short very well, and his stick is incredible. It really is. And uh, to be honest with you, hits for average, and he hits 40 home runs a year. Uh, you can't ask for much more than that. Manny Machado, for whatever team he's going to play for, is number two. I need everyone not to slaughter me right now. Oh, my God. I know who it is. I know what you're going to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Who do you think it is? I can't can't say. Why? Because I think he's my number one. It's not. Your number one is my number one. Okay. And would be my number one, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who is it? Bear with me that we've seen this before. A player that everyone thinks is done. And Oh, my God. No, you're not. I know who it is. Oh, my God. I know who it is. Oh, my God, dude. Are you kidding me? I think his bat. First of all, if we're talking defense, he's phenomenal, right? He really is phenomenal. Oh, my God. I can't say why I feel this way. Who do you think it is? Is it Elvis Andrews? No. It's the, okay. Thank I thought, God. I thought it might have been too. Oh my God! I was I was gonna say is it he Elvis does Andrews? Analytically praise Elvis Andrews. <laughs> Elvis Andrews actually is eleven, but it's Troy Tulowitzki. Now here. No, it's not. Oh my God! Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? It's That's, too low. Wait, wait. We're not too far removed from him. Being the best shortstop in baseball, we're really not. It, Six years. We're uh, like I don't know. five years separated. <laughs> yeah, That's fine. I'm kidding. It's not Troy Tulowitz. Um, oh. But my number two is your number one. Francisco Lindor is gonna fall. Whoa! Yeah, what? Here's the, thing. here's the thing. You can't hit 246 and be the best shortstop in baseball. He's great. He's great. He's got pop. He's great with the glove. He didn't hit 246. His average sucked last year. 277. Hold on. Uh, oh. I don't remember 246. 240. He did not hit 246. Somebody hit 246. Yeah, probably Correa on a down here. <laughs> no, Correa 239. Okay. 277. <laughs> All right, yeah, it is 277. But I, I promise I did the research on this. Who is his number one? What the hell? I thought it would be Trevor Story. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be Story 2. I was going to blow my gasket. Yeah, I, I, I just... But I've been saying this. I think all the Indians are going to go backwards. You don't. It's him and Jose Ramirez. That's it. That's all I'm worried about. You lost Brantley, Naquin, and Zimmer. It's not because I don't think Elvis Andrews is phenomenal. I actually think he's phenomenal. 
You mean I? You mean Lindor? Yeah. You what said did I say? El- Elvis Andrews. Oh, yeah. Because I, I'm. You scared me. He for was. A second. But- Andrews was phenomenal when he was young, too. Though. Right, right. Yeah, no, Andrews he was. He was a, a very underrated. When the Rangers were good, Elvis Andrews was the real deal. Right. Uh, my number one, 277, 38 homers, 92 RBIs. That is Mr. Francisco Lindor. I'm sorry. I Switch hitting, incredible defensive shortstop. Yep. Hits for average, hits Defense for power, gets on, right. gets on base a ton. His OPS was 871, which is amazing for a shortstop. His war was almost eight, which is unbelievable for a shortstop. Francisco Lindor, I think, is the clear-cut number one. I really don't think it's close. And to be honest with you, you want to talk about a guy that's gotten better every year? He has taken off and gone to the moon with how good he's gotten. Francisco Lindor, Especially I think, power is... Surgeons. Oh, my God. I, I think Francisco Lindor is... Go, he might be the favorite to win MVP next year. I'm telling you right now... Francisco Lindor of the Cleveland Indians, that's my number one, and I don't think, I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's close. I am gonna be in shock by who you have at number one. I'm gonna is it somebody that I had on my Trevor list? Stories twice on the list. Is it somebody that good? Is it somebody <laughs> I had on my list? I don't think it is. Oh, oh my god, who is this? This hurts me to do this. It's Manny Machado. It hurts. It really does. But what you're going to see, it's not even a player that's on a major league roster right now. Is it Fernando Tatis Jr.? It is Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, my God! There's not a week. Let me tell you something. I've watched this kid now for a few months. He has no weakness at all. He didn't even play a game in the big leagues That's last fine. year. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. He's he's. You want to talk about? You want to talk about Vlad Guerrero? He's gonna be better than his father. That's he's better than his father now. That's not hard to do. Right. <laughs> his father is known for one hey, thing, which is two grand slams in an inning. Right. <laughs> he hits two grand slams. No, he's not better than his father unless he hits two grand slams in one inning. Correct. Right. Well, three. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but like, it, it, it's Manny Machado, and I, it pains me to do it. It, it does. Oh, it is um, Manny Machado. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I hate his attitude. I hate it. I hate it. He is phenomenal defensively. I mean, we're talking about Bogarts and Simmons. He's up there, too. He, he, he could be two or one, really. I don't know. His range is the best by far. Uh, he gets lackadaisical at times, which is where his errors come from. I, man, if he feels like playing baseball, I don't know if there's a better shortstop alive. I don't. You're talking about a guy that's been tutelaged by Alex Rodriguez. You're talking about a guy that's very patient at the plate. He doesn't swing at bad. He does swing at bad pitches, but he he's just so. And I think this is really where my problem with him is. He's so Robinson Cano-like. Mm-hmm. It's effortless. It's Francisco Lindor plays the game so hard and so right. But he's just, so smooth, though, too, Lindor. Right, but you He's can, crisp. Right, but he's... It's talent and hard work. Man, a child goes out there and it looks like he's not even breaking a sweat. Yeah. I no, mean, you're right. He's just so cool, calm, and collect. And I, it drives me nuts about him. It really does, but I... I, I 
I, I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't penalize him for it. I really couldn't. And I think I did penalize him for it. He, he's won, though. He's better than Francisco Lindor in every aspect of baseball. Except steals, but honestly... That he's helps. never on base. I don't know what do you what do you what do you think? I think Lindor's number one. Why? I, I do. I think he's. I think he has room to grow still. First of all, agreed. Yeah, he, he he came out at what nineteen, twenty years old. I mean, he still has room to grow. Yeah. And Machado, I think, but Machado did too. Machado Macha- came out. Machado's got room to grow. Machado right, but came up at right, but Machado's now older now too, though. I think Lindor still has more room to grow. And I think the switch hitting does matter. The stolen uh, bases agreed. do matter. And I, I still think I, I think Machado's great defensively. I still think Lindor is better, though. That's fine. I, again, it's really not that I think Machado is better, but we're projecting here. I think that the Cleveland Indians are not going to be good next year. I right, don't. But we, there's no guarantee where Machado goes either right now. If, yeah, if, Macha- goes, if Machado goes to, like, Machado the White goes, Sox, I mean, they might you know, win the, White the division. Sox. I, I don't know. They would need all the. Tell. They need all, all those young pitch, players to right. pan out. If all the pitching pans out and they trade Corey Kluber, you can't tell me otherwise. That maybe. Yeah, but no, depend, you're, also, you're not wrong. It also will depend on what they trade Corey Kluber for too. Yeah, Corey Kluber that. might just be a retool more than a rebuild. So they might just because right. they have an overload in starting pitching. Right. Like if you're in the Mets, why wouldn't you trade Syndergaard and like? I don't know. Right. It's the same kind of thing with the Mets, which Big is why, I, which is why I'm surprised they didn't they. They didn't try harder to trade Syndergaard. They even overload in the same area, right. and they might could have been better off getting a, a power bat and a reliever. <laughs> All right, so that's the top ten third base. Uh, I'm sorry, top ten shortstops. Yes, for the speeder, Speedy's Playhouse. Is your Speedy's Playhouse like really complicated? Are we gonna have time to do it? Uh, let's see, you've 9.53. Got, you've, yeah, you've got time. All right. We've well, got we a started, little bit of time. They, uh, we, we started, started late, late because of But I don't want to go until 10.30, so we got, we got to try to make this a little bit quicker. So we'll go to a short break. we got yeah, Speedy's Playhouse coming it's up. It's coming. Right after this. Wait, what? This, this is Long Island's own Sports Radio Network. Sports, sports on, on the, the Go, go One Radio. Radio. And manage a baseball team. Little League? Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on, on, on the Sports on the Go One Radio Network. And welcome back. This is the home stretch on Sports on the Go One Radio. I'm Mike Guido. That's Tyler Harrison standing over by our dry erase boards. That's Speedy PD, our producer. Time for Speedy's Playhouse. Speedy, what's in the Playhouse today? All right, so it's a Super Bowl themed playhouse, ah! but it's but it also is based on the former teams of the Super Bowl players. So my th- my theme of the Playhouse is the former teams of Patriots and Rams offensive skill players. So wait, uh, so okay, because a lot of them took from other teams. Okay, all right. So what are the teams? So the teams are from Rex Burkhead and Andrew Whitworth, the Bengals. From Robert Woods and Chris Hogan, the Bills. Cordero Patterson, the Raiders and Vikings. So Raiders and Vikings. Also uh, also Raiders for C.J. Anderson, along with the Panthers and the Broncos. Panthers, Broncos. So that is six. Uh, Saints, Patriots for Brandon Cooks. Hey! Well, you can't yeah, use the Patriots. Yes, uh, you can. Brandon Cooks used to be on the Patriots. So wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, so wait, we can use the Patriots in the Patriots-Rams game? Yeah! In this right. kind of instance, yes. The way it God. works. Yeah, the way it works like that, they made they made a trade. Patriots, yeah. okay. All right, you got the you got the Colts for Philip Dorsett. Uh, the Redskins for uh, 
who's the, the John Sullivan for uh, the center for the Rams and the 49ers for the Patriots tackle Trent Brown. <laughs> You got the Bengals, Bills, Raiders, Broncos, Vikings, Panthers, Saints, Panthers. Panthers. C.J. Anderson was there earlier this year. Yeah, I think I I missed one in the initial list. Yeah, there's 11. There's 11. I think I missed one in the initial list, yeah. Uh, Saints, Patriots, Colts, Redskins, 49ers. Yeah, you got them all, man. All right, so Tyler, we kind of need you at the mic for this. All right, uh... Pick a number from one to ten in your head, Speedy. I already have it. All right. Um, ten. No. Tyler. Oh my God. Seven. No. Two. No. Six. No. Five. No. One. No. Three. Nope. Eight. Four. Nope. Ten. Nope. Nine. Yes. <laughs> we guessed every left. other number. <laughs> so I got, all right, I'll take first pick. There you go. Actually, you know what? I'll take second pick. Oh. I hate you. Wow. I will take second pick. Who's the best player available? And these are, we're picking from the teams as they are constructed now. Yep. Okay, gotcha. So no, Brandon Cooks is not eligible for this event. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take, with my first overall selection... As I don't know where I'm going to put him yet, Speedy. I'm doing a 4-3, though. I'm going to take one Von Miller. Okay. Von Miller. All right. Von Miller. Okay. Um, uh, first pick, I'm going to take Drew Brees. Um, let's see. <laughs> and I am going to take, um, let's go with. Let's go with one Cameron Jordan. Took quarterback. So I'm going to take Luke Keekley at the middle linebacker position. That's nice. That would have been my first pick if I was doing this. Well, he's that good. I, I, right. I kind of thinking about it. And only because 
You know what? I'm not going to pick him right now. I'm going to take AJ Green. Okay. All right, I am going to go back-to-back here. I am going to take Michael Thomas. And I will also take Stephon Diggs. Is my mic on? Yes. No, I'm going back-to-back, too, right? Yes. I'm going to take one Alvin Kamara. Good, I'll take another state, Marshawn Lattimore. All right, uh, I'm going to go back to back, same position again. I'm going to take Darius Leonard, and I'm going to take Anthony Barr. I'm going to take Stephon Gilmore. Davius White. Wow. So you stocked up on corner early, huh? Figured you had to do that if you're stocking on receiver early. I love when he I love when he goes back to back and makes my job easier. Um I am gonna take I'm going to take Jonathan Allen. You're 4-3 as well? I'm 4-3 okay, as well, so yes. He's a DT. All right. He's a DT. Um, and I am also going to take... Let's go... Let us... I'm going to go with arguably the best center in football in Rodney Hudson. Thanks. You're welcome. I mean, they, I, they're, they're... All right. So for one of my outside linebackers, give me Dante Hightower. You want me to put Miller as an end for you? Yes. Okay. I, 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 yeah. And the, yeah, he's definitely the best safety. I'm going to take Harrison Smith.
Um, let's see. Um, I am going to. Who did I just have in mind? Um, I am going to take Sheldon Rankins. I. Um, and I am also going to take, mm, hang on, give me, at right tackle, give me Ryan Ramchick. No, he has no running backs. Hmm. I'm going to do something that shocks everybody. I'm going to take Joe Mixon and Adam Thielen. Wow. Wow. You drafted Adam Thielen? (laughs) That is shocking. Man, oh, man. All right. Um, so I am gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take um, Trent Williams as my left tackle. Um, uh, and God. Give me a second. I will go with... mm, I don't know. Um... You know what? Give me, um... Give me Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Yes. You ready for this guard duo? Give me Shaq Mason and Quentin Nelson. I actually totally forgot about Quentin Nelson. That's a good pick. All right. Well, I'm going to take one of... uh, You know what? Mm. Um, let me think. I am going to take Trey Turner to be my right guard. And I'm going to take Gronk. You thought you could wait. (laughs) Who in the blue hell do you think you are? (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Bye.
by the way. You made my decision. Thank you. <laughs> you made my decision easier. Okay. Give me George Kittle. Thank you. It's a good pick. Yeah, good no, pick. That's the tight end of football. Uh, George Kittle. Can you name his... You drafted two tackles? I drafted two you tackles. Drafted, you drafted Ramchick, right? And, I drafted uh, Trent Williams and Ryan Ramchick. I have two. He has two receivers. Can you name those receivers again? Michael Thomas and Stephon Diggs. Can I ask a hypothetical question? Sure. If I draft a player who's ultra talented, does it matter if he's in the league right now? Was he on one of those teams? Yes. I know what he's talking about. Right. But he's not on the team right now. Yes, he is. Was he on the team this year? Yes. I know who he's talking about. Uh, If I draft Josh Gordon, will that be held against me? His talent is obviously higher than everyone else's on this I don't think he's on the team. He is on the team. Yeah, he is. The Patriots are paying for his medical Yeah, that's fine then. All right. I'll take Josh Gordon then. So you still have one more pick, but oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, I am gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take Christian McCaffrey. Um. And I am also um, the bless you, Speedy. Thank you. <laughs> mm, give me give me Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde, so reuniting the Packers safety. You did take you did take two tackles, correct? Yes. I took two tackles. Two tackles. So, clearly, I didn't need to worry about that. And you took a center. I did take a center. Uh, so I know where I'm going with that. All right. Give me. And you have two safeties? Yep. He has both safeties. The two X Packers. Give me the Forrest Buckner up the middle. Oh, I hate you. And also, give me Geno Atkins to go along with him. Ooh. Wow. That's a nice combo this late. That's a good one. That's good. All right. Um, my other end is going to be Daniil Hunter. Vikings. 
The lead, le- the I think he was the league leader in sacks. Yep. Um. Oh my god! <laughs> I have it here anyway. <laughs> that's not. It's not. I'm not gonna penalize you. No, that's a Errol Marks problem. If he if he leaves it up there, you might get mad, <laughs> or he'll be clueless on what's going on. Um. Hang on. You know what? I want. Another speed linebacker. I am going to go way out there because I think he matches up well. I'm going to take Tremaine Edmonds. Wow, another Bill made the cuts. I think it's the first time a, a Bill other than Tremaine White has made the cuts. <laughs> Micah Hyde made the cut. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. All right. So the, at yeah. least for me, he made the cut. Yeah. All right. So. Micah Hyde and Tremaine Edmonds for the first time uh, make the cut among other bills. Will you sit down? I know my two tackles are center already. I know my other For those of you that can't see Tyler, he is contemplating his next pick in his own head. So to fill in all this dead air, how how are you, Speedy? Intrigued by what? How is he going to fill this offensive line? I'm not doing it yet. I don't have to. Run. Oh, he's not doing it yet. I, I know them already, so it's not fun. I think we got that. Give me Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb and Von Miller on the same group. Give, put Bradley Chubb as a DE and give me Ryan Kerrigan as my outside linebacker. Wow. I was waiting for that. That lasted a while. That's interesting. I was singing about Ryan Kerrigan, but. Um, okay. All right, I'm going to take my second running back. I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. Um. Take two safeties? I took yes, two safeties. Did. You've asked me that three times already. Have I? Yes. <laughs> yes, oh, you okay. have. I'm sorry. Um, I am I'm also. Sorry. I'm thinking. Um, give me. <clears throat> I'm split between two. Um, you need a, th- a third receiver, a left guard, and three corners. Right. Three corners? Yeah, he I hasn't have, taken I any corners. I haven't yet. taken a corner yet. Because you have three corners already. Yeah, he took all three. Lattimore, Lattimore, Gilmore, White. I don't know who's left. Richard Sherman? I am going to take. Let's go with. At left guard. Give me Calicio Samelli. this up on my defensive side. Yes. Will... Strong safety. Well, no. 
Harrison Smith's going to be my phone. All right, so free safety. Devin McCourty's going to play free safety. Okay. And my center will be none other than David Andrews. I am shocked at you. You didn't take Max Unger. Wow. He wanted to mix it up for once, I guess. Or this is the first time I added the Patriots. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. All right. Uh, so my the first, Saints have been used more. <laughs> my first pick in this one's going to be Xavier Rhodes. Oh yeah! Wow. I forgot about that. Um. I don't know how he's going to match up on any of these. I am. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of got to play. I kind of got to play matchups here. Your three corners are Gilmore, White, and Lattimore. Lattimore. Okay. Good luck. Three Zay different Jones. styles. Zay Jones. <laughs> Zay Jones. <laughs> um. I can name probably like ten better options left than Zay Jones. <laughs> I I actually know who I take here. I'm surprised he hasn't been taken. If I'm him. I, I am going to go with... Um, I might have to make that decision later. Uh, give me Chris Harris right now. For tackles, give me at the left tackle... Joe Stanley of the San Francisco 49ers. And also, give me Braden Smith of the Indianapolis Colts to go along with him. All right, I got two picks left. I need a receiver and a corner. Two picks. Slot and slot. I'm going to try and make this pick first. Um, I already have a couple of guys. I have a guy that can take the top off the defense. And I have a number one receiver. Huh? You've got four picks left. No, I have two. He has you two. Have four. He has two. He has a he slot receiver and a slot or slot corner. You got a kicker and a punter? Oh. I don't think oh, so. Oh, I, I didn't know we were doing I kicker punter. Those, but I okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Are we doing God, kicker on, punter guys. too? What? Gee, I, I didn't know we were doing kicker punter too. Well, they they last. Okay. I think this matters more. Um, well, no, absolutely. I'm not. I am going to take with my first pick. Give me Julian Edelman. You're a bastard. Good pick. And I am also. You know what? I'm not going to take him. Um. You know what? Just to throw a monkey wrench into it. Ooh. I am going to take the most accurate kicker in football right now. I'm going to take Robbie Gold. Um, 
monkey wrench? I'm gonna take the best, well, not the best. I'm gonna take the most clutch kicker left, Steven Goskowski. Kick indoor, you can kick outdoor, extra points is an if, but whatever. And Bradley Pinion is on this list. Yes, he's on and the 49ers, he counts. All right. We got a slot corner and a punter. Jeesh. I don't even know any, any, who any of these punters are. If I were you, I'd look at the bad teams like the Bills. Or <laughs> even, uh, even their punter is nothing special. <laughs> who's, who's the Saints punter again? Uh, Thomas Morstead. Morstead. I'm going to take Thomas Morstead. Oh, I, I forgot. Tyler didn't take him this time. Um, and I still need that last corner. The last corner. I'm thinking about going something real unique, just for matchups. Literally just for matchups. Just out of curiosity, I want to take a gander. Um. Huh? No, they they lost. Yeah. One nothing. Yeah, especially against that Flyers team that does not have a good defense. Take Pac-Man legal. Yeah, yeah, right. No, they Bengals cut him. No, the Broncos signed him. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. He was like the fifth best corner on the Bengals anyway. Wow! I'm gonna man. take a guy. This shouldn't be hard for you. It really shouldn't be. I'm gonna take a guy that his side of the field was locked down despite the fact that this defense was terrible all There's year. There's two of those guys left. Because I need another speed corner. I'm gonna take Gary and Conley. Yep. There were, there were two of those guys left. William Jackson was probably another William one, Jackson. too. That's what I was Yeah, thinking. William Jackson was another one of those guys, too. I was thinking about William Jackson, too. And here's the reason why this whole offense works together beautifully. Last, but certainly not least, thank you for making it a lot easier on me. I am going to take none other than Case Keenum. Nice. <laughs> nice. Right. Case Keenum. Right. Nice. So I'm I will take go Colt McCoy. Tom Brady's name up here, and... Um, yeah, that's about that, right? Now we should take whoever's starting for the Panthers if if Cam Newton. You were, I thought you were gonna. I thought for sure you were gonna take Josh Allen. <laughs> yes, but Josh Allen actually has potential, so you can't really joke about that. All right, the guy to take is the Panthers guy who's gonna start for Cam Newton next year. But he's what he's probably sidelined. Taylor Heineke. Yes, definitely. Let's go, All right. Speedy. Make your decisions. So the quick way the way I the go. way I, I look at this is, I think both of those quarterbacks work well with these pass catching running backs. Both of your teams have pass catching running backs. My problem is, I think you waited a little too long on the corners, and that's going to hurt against this kind the of. The only reason I waited wait is because he took three in a row. Right, but that that ended up making a difference where he's they're not dealing with that. You're also dealing with the pass catching running backs and. 
Conley has uh, some speed. Rhodes, he's more of a he's a press guy, and he has guys that can break the press. Gordon can break the press. Green can break the press. Mm, maybe not Thielen, but. But Brady's going to get him the ball anyway. Yeah, I think Brady's going to still find a way. And George Kittle's fast for a tight end where that's going to end up making a difference. And you got Leonard, I guess, can cover fine. But if you're, if you're trying to deal with the slot corners, I don't know if that'll end up making a difference. I think him Tremaine getting, Edmonds is really fast. I, I think him getting Kerrigan as an outside linebacker late made a difference too. He's going to help out getting that pressure. And he ended up, I think, getting better value later on. Kerrigan doesn't fit his defense at all. What do you Kerrigan's mean? a pass rusher. Yes, that's fine. And he's got a four, he's got a four three defense. A left outside linebacker is only on the field for the four threes. That's it. <laughs> he doesn't have to do much. He's not, he's not in his nickel package. I, I, okay. I don't I think that make a difference. Devin McCourty as a coverage corner is still very good, and obviously Smith's the best safety left. I think I just think you waited too long on your secondary for a team that had too much. Skill, skill I'm players. just relieved I'm on the board. I think I the offensive lines are about even, and and the defensive lines are close I enough. Are close enough where it doesn't really make a difference. I think the distinct difference is your secondary is just that good right now. I really do think so. So you're taking this one. That feels so good to finally win one on my own freaking thing. Now here's the thing. You gotta do one tomorrow. I do have to do one tomorrow. You I know. have to do one tomorrow. I'll give you credit. That was interesting. That was good. I'll be well, think, think about you, it. Both, you want me to be completely honest? Both of those offenses. As soon, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. As soon as he took all those three corners, I was like, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm screwed because there was there was absolutely no way that there were enough corners left to just make that matter. That, he took he took every corner early. And Harris is looking like he's declining. So, But that's the thing. is so. who, who am I supposed to take outside? Uh, Josh Norman? You could consider taking Jackson. I probably, uh, you, Sherman? He, he's had two really good years. Sherman's, Sherman's definitely declining. No, Sherman's worse than Harris is right now. No, I, I think I, Jackson I would have been the one to take, maybe. No, I, I agree. William, I, I'm surprised William Jackson fell. Yeah, he's had two really good years in a row. I, I no. don't know. I was, even thinking, I was thinking about taking Dark West Denard. Like, uh, like I was dealing with those type of corners. Well, Darkest Denard's gonna, been more inconsistent, though. Like, but that's what I'm saying is, like, when you took three corners, I was dealing with – I, I got to take guys that match up well. You know what I mean? So, like, Gary and Connolly's a speed guy, so he matches up with um, – Gordon. With Gordon. And Slightly. I had Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is going to do a number on your number one receiver, and then I had Chris Harris that was – you know, that could probably keep up with Thielen. See, that was one of the X factors, though. A.J. Green is big and physical enough where he can break that kind of press, though, too. He's not, Here's the thing. He's not small. Here's the thing, and, and this is why I knew after, like, your first pick, you were I, I knew what I was doing. Once you said Drew Brees' name, I knew the offensive line didn't matter. I waited on that. I knew that my receivers didn't matter. I weighed on that. Quick release and defense. That's exactly what I knew. As soon as you took Drew Brees, I knew I was taking Tom Brady. The quick release kind of eliminates your pass rush. We we're gonna I gotta leave I gotta leave you with this. Okay, because I I'm gonna I'm we're gonna end the show on this. Bill Belichick co- coaching your team? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll thing. take the L. I'll be I'll be gracious about it. Now here's the thing. If 
I win tomorrow. Friday, we're doing a tiebreaker. I would be a tiebreaker if you would win twice. Because he's won twice. Oh, last week, yeah. That's right. And that would be Friday. All right. Okay. Do you know what sport you're going to do? I don't know yet. Okay. I'll figure it out. It can't be hockey, so you're kind of stuck with three. What speeder are we doing tomorrow? Left field? I don't know. Don't ask me questions. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I might switch it up and do pitchers. All right. All right, we got to go. Speedy Petey, Tyler Harrison, I'm Mike Guido. This has been the home stretch. You got us every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 p.m. You got no Moffat on the mic tonight. We're closing the doors for you. Again, don't miss our own rebrand, Worldwide Sports Radio Network. That's coming up next week. Can't wait for that. It's a brand-new look, brand-new logo. You're not going to want to miss it. Again, until then, we'll see you tomorrow. See ya! Sports on the Go 1 Radio. Long Island's own sports radio network.